This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. I think Cheerios are still Who hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. I interviewed an ASMR lady yesterday. Okay, when you say ASMR lady, yeah, are you saying that's like her profession? She's a scientist of <clears throat> sound. Why, why did science, the word scientist elicit a dismissive guffaw? <laughs> <laughs> way too early to use the word guffaw, by the way. A chortle. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting next to a human crossword puzzle. <laughs> Why the naysaying? <laughs> no, it just because the sentence I did not expect to follow when you said I interviewed an ASMR lady was scientist. Yeah, because it just it doesn't PhD seem... in what science? Doctor of YouTube videos <laughs> in science. Um, Ju- Julia Poerio is. An, oh, yeah, remember I yeah, told you about her. the Italian finally. finally Actually English, but yeah, obviously the family's Italian, thoroughly English, and is a lecturer and associate professor at the University of Sussex, which I gather is in England. It's funny because I bet you, like, I don't get too far into it because who cares and because it was not necessarily polite even if anybody did care. Like, I don't think she's a full-fledged, I think she's like a junior partner at the firm of professorship. You know what I mean? But I think... No, I don't know what you mean, but yes. Like, I think that she's the bitch of a lot of people there that think that they're really hot shit and they walk around in the same stupid, ugly pattern, scratchy jacket they've been wearing for the last 30 years, like, harumph, harumph. And she's just this, like, young whippersnapper that if she just kisses their ass for the next 20 years, maybe she can take over their dusty, butt-crack-smelling seat. And instead... Sounds like our Senate. She, for sure, she has... She has chosen to investigate professionally and write about and communicate about this really, really interesting thing. And I'm just going to go ahead and predict that there's five harumphy old men who may or may not have two pays who sit above her, who who are technically her superiors, who did not get an email out of the blue from somebody with a hot up-and-coming podcast going, hey, I really want to talk about that article that you wrote. Right. And I think it feels good to, I was, this is not the reason why I did this, and I'm assuming all this, but it feels good to feel like you might have really made somebody's 
week or month that maybe somebody went back to their boyfriend or husband and are like, I'm going to have to be on a podcast. Yeah. And, and I, people treat me like shit there. Like they ask me to get them like cup, cups of coffee. Well, they, nobody asked them to be on an American podcast. <laughs> what was her article about again? I can't recall. Maladaptive daydreaming. It's so fascinating. Interesting. Something like, although she actually disputed the number, I will, full disclosure, I winged it hardcore in that I, I'm, I, I take pride in how much I prepare to interview authors and journalists and stuff, but not this time. Not this time. The family went to, we had, we had like a two-nighter at Disney. And Is that like, what happens on a two-nighter at Disney? This, I, I well, imagine parents asking. get babysitters and you guys just go out and do, it's a small world over and over on edibles. You couldn't be more wrong about that. But no, I do sound are, like a fun time to go to Disney with. We are the babysitters. No, what we did was uh, we went down the day before. The wife got a deal on a hotel room and we went to, have you ever been to downtown Disney? Yeah, of course. Party so we down there. So we hit some of the restaurants and the shops and they have like a little sort of an Easter egg hunt, but Halloween theme that the kids did. You know, you're looking for pumpkins all over the place. And then we went to Trader Sam's for dinner, which is, is Trader like, Joe's cousin. I think it's his, I think it's his dad. Oh, shit. I think Trader Sam's may, I don't know if it's necessarily like Uncle Walt times, but it might be Uncle Walt times. It's like a tiki themed restaurant. Oh, yikes. Well, but for the kids, my, my daughter listens to the fucking Tiki Room song in the car over and over again. What's it, the Tiki Room song? Oh, thank you for asking. At the Tiki 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 Room. <laughs> at the Tiki 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 in the Tiki Room. All the birds sing words and the flowers croon. At the Tiki 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 Room. Now, I just had a thought as you were having that panic attack. Um, do you think, now I know. I live in this panic attack. <laughs> can we can we quote you on that? Oh, yeah. We need that sound bite. I what came first the chicken or the egg i realize that there is uh there's some sort of use for children's song to be repetitive probably teaches them and they can learn them not only are they learning the lyrics they're also learning what the lyrics are saying but is there a slight possibility that whoever writes these songs has a nefarious intention to drive the parents nuts they're well aware that they're doing it right i'm sure when when you write a really really good one you're like man parents are gonna fucking hate me for this like baby shark was a creeper baby shark crept up on america we kept that away from the kids we had we gave the 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 the, the grandmother a talking to when she was living with us because she started going for some of the low-hanging uh -huh. fruit of like baby shark and barney and we we're like no 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 we we made it through one kid without barney and we can make it through another kid without Barney. And you can throw Baby Shark on that fucking bonfire as well. Yeah, get, get your shark off my lawn. It's it's sort of inevitable. Like, you're not going to miss Baby Shark. But we, we ducked it pretty well. Yeah, the people who made that, they have to live with themselves. You know what I mean? It's like selling weapons to the Nazis. Like, you, you think you can sleep at night because you made all this money. And, hey, if I didn't do it, somebody else was going to do it. But you still wake up in the middle of the night and go, holy shit. I'm a grown man who wore a fucking foam hat and sang Baby Shark with, like, my mother-in-law and my children in a YouTube video. The American people gave money to the Nazis. The war is being fought on our own. <laughs> Senator Macho Man Randy Savage. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was Sandra Tripoli. <laughs> Mr. Speaker. Okay. Okay, this is going to be a totally tang tangential conversation that we're having today. But uh, That's just crazy enough to work. <laughs> Have you watched the series Wrestlers on Netflix? kind of fantastic 
Okay. Well, we had. Okay. We, we, we had <laughs> I feel bad because I know that you're a de facto employee that uh, we had canceled our Netflix for a while. I just got it back. Okay, good, because you can watch my show that comes out October 20th. Of course I will. Of called course Surviving I will. Paradise. Oh, for real? Yeah. Now you can... Well, I can say that, I think. Oh. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can. I'm having a call with the PR at noon. So overnight at Disney, we went to mm-hmm. the Tiki restaurant, which was like fun for the kids. It, it There's certain kind of compromised places that your standards are so debased being a parent that you become excited about that actually aren't that exciting. Like, hey, the food here looks like it might not be fucking disgusting. That's cool. Yeah. Or... They have dumb tiki themed drinks, which has no appeal for me because it's like an instant hangover. But I'm like, oh, but the kids like it. And I can actually I get like a Mai Tai or a zombie or something. Oh, I like love that. the zombies. Got all the fun stuff in it. Yeah. So we did that. And then and then the next day we went to Disney and my intention was to come home and prep for an interview. It just turns out I, I the kid in me will not allow me to do a weekend at Disney and come home and work on a Sunday night. Like, oh I, yeah, like that I, would seem hard. like I planned to. And like, I knew that I should. So instead I just drank more and ran out to the store and got some steaks and shrimp cocktail and made a big dinner for the family. And then I woke up and through the haze of a hangover, furiously prepped to talk to a woman who has a PhD in studying maladaptive daydreaming, which is, I thought it said in her article, which again, I read four months ago and then glanced at before speaking to her, (laughs) that 2.5% of people encounter this, experience this, suffer from this. People have different experiences, but it's it's wild to me. I know I sent it to you as soon as I read the article. I found it so remarkable. I would encourage you to talk to her. She's very, very nice. And unlike, you know, you never know what you're going to get with a guest. She communicates very well. Um. People have these elaborate fantasy lives. Like one person in the article described watching some like TV show that was on for a season in like the late 60s and it got canceled. And he's like, in my daydreams, it never got canceled. There have been basically 30 more seasons of that show. And we all daydream. People just do. But it's not. um, You know, I asked her. It seems like there'd be some overlap here with outright schizophrenia. And I guess the the dividing line as a as a non-scientist would be if it inhibits your ability to function in society, then it's mental illness. If you're just like, yeah, I'm just like that. I'm no, I don't want to go to the movies. I'm just gonna sit home and watch my brain. So now daydreaming is prescribable? There are now there 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 have always been <sighs> some people who would kind of rather be left alone and will forego sleep because they're so immersed in an imaginary life in their brain that is populated with imaginary characters. I don't, I guess I feel like there's an, a limitless amount of abnormalities within the world of psychology and psychiatry that it's hard to keep up because sure. this reminds me of an article I read at the New York Times about prolonged grief, which has now been entered into the what is it D, um, DNS? What is the um, the the book of all psychology where they have all the um, oh, where they put gay people in nineteen seventy three? Or like, no, when they took gay people out in nineteen seventy three? Gotcha. Yeah, whatever that book is. Yeah, where they classify everything, uh, they added prolonged grief to, which is characterizes anything longer than a year. So mm-hmm. this kind of rings similar to that. Because you just found out that you're mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm mentally ill. Right. And also I daydream. So is that is that like a double whammy? 
does two mental abnormalities cancel each other out and make you a regular person? No, no, no. They compound. Great. Cool. Right. All right. Well, we'll walk into traffic. So I'm not I'm not so offended by the phenomenon of uh, oh oh actually this reminds me of something pretty big oh gosh so I I kind of went viral what what I do you mean you went viral I never went viral before but this I did so <laughs> anonymously oh that's kind of great it's great I so, kind of love this already I'm an avid um, redditor but I read I read Reddit I don't post on Reddit okay. And then I I lied, which I think most people do online, right? Um, and, and for I, sure. And I and I I took something that had a kernel of truth, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, that seems like the kind of thing that would be really popular on Reddit. So there's this very pop one of the most popular um, forum subreddits is Am I the asshole? Which is pretty self explanatory. Yeah, I love that. Right. So I experienced here's the here, here's the real talk. I experienced in my life that my wife is like really, really good about being conscientious of her shit and also other people's, including mine. So there's like, she's not perfect. Nobody is, but there's a pretty good chance if I have that big meeting or that, you know, that big stand-up show this weekend that at some, at an appropriate juncture, she will go. So how are you feeling about that thing that's coming up? Or how was that thing you had today? I'm a little more hit or miss with that, right? <laughs> No shocker. Most men are. Right. And I think <laughs> Not that's... Not to generalize. No, but. I think it's absolutely... I think it's absolutely true. And I, while I take responsibility for it, I can also look at things from my past and see where I was not discouraged from being self-centered. And as I wrote in the post, even in some ways, even a little bit... I wasn't say it was celebrated, but there was... I was... It was, it was all lined up. Nobody expected me to be anything other than self-centered. I'll right. put it that way. So at a certain point, I like don't I don't like being that way. One of my the the core thing that I really value about my relationship is to quote Jack Nicholson in As Good as It Gets, my wife makes me want to be a better man. Aww. It really is true. It's I know. just like it's not like be better than I am. It's just that I'm I was until I met her, I was very good at letting myself off the hook when I fell short of what I knew I was capable of. And then all of a sudden when I had somebody that I had to talk to over dinner that night and verbalize, well, I was going to do that thing today, but you know, instead I'm like, fuck, I better do that thing because I'm going to feel like an asshole if I have to tell her. So I, I, I have tried to get better at this. And of course, sometimes I do remember that shit, but sometimes I don't. So once or twice I have actually set like a reminder in my Google calendar to be like, she's got that thing. Don't forget to ask her about it. That's okay. So I just was like, I exaggerated. And I said that I set lots of them and that in this imaginary fictional scenario that I was passing off is true. My wife saw one pop up on my phone and was a little bit weirded out by the fact that I should need those when she doesn't and it like it became like a th- like i've i've heard from uh people who have run bullshit websites have interviewed me about the reaction to my viral post on reddit what do you mean people have interviewed you people wrote to me people have these dumb fly-by-night sites looking at you boardpanda.com and they're just like uh <laughs> like some like somebody else said let me see if i can find the 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 because people are there's so many fucking websites and they're all starved for content yeah so they will take reddit threads and turn them into like news here check it out i don't know what this site is but 
What does the title say? Wife discovers her forgetful husband sets off-putting calendar reminders to ask about her life. He asks, am I the asshole? <laughs> oh my God, we're basically... And people made... This is a story. <laughs> I mean, it's yes, it is a story. That people... You're viral. I am... Somebody wrote a news article that just ripped off my thing and the reactions to it. And they're like, no, original anonymous poster. Actually, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> That's what this says. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody finally gets me. God dot. Oh, is this God shit? Yeah, God. God oh. got you. You got God, bro. I'm on God.com. Congratulations. Tully got God. Yeah. You get milk, Tully gets God. Yeah. That's a big deal. I don't think there's anything wrong with you setting reminders. I'd rather you care enough to set a reminder. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. I do that too. I've got all, well, not reminders, but in my calendar. I mean, is this, isn't it the For same thing as birthdays? You put a reminder in your calendar. You put on the date, the birthday. When you go and check the day, the really the real kernel. Look, it's of this, my sister's birthday. I didn't realize that. The real kernel of this was I. I remember actually it was one time on the Ella show. I thought of that. Like, shouldn't I? I'm sure like with AI and stuff, I could have um, my calendar randomize like two times per week, maybe three. I'd have to feel it out and see how it feels. I but they should be at different times so that she doesn't notice that it's always like Monday at 10 a.m. Something should just give me a reminder. Like, just ask, you know, because if you actually are like, just just fucking stop thinking about your shit for a second and think about one other goddamn persons, the woman you love, the mother of your children, your committed life partner, the person you're in bed with financially. If I actually thought about it for a second, I'd go, oh, yeah, she's got that thing. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the what's the last three things she talked to me about? Because I also like vent to her way more than she vents to me. So for her, it's not easy to remember my problems because yes. i won't shut up about them right you have so many they all just become congealed it's into all i talk one. about yeah exactly um, tully tiff the tully like, tiff if i was like what the fuck is her oh yeah that one thing and i just go hey so what's uh what's going on with that blah 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 like i think she would think that i care well it's amazing like i feel like i could be wrong it's like the amount of effort women have to or should put forth into a relationship in a heterosexual relationship but the man is a lot more than the effort that a man puts in. I'm not saying that men don't put in an effort. I'm saying women do a lot more of an effort. And I think that it's, we have to be quiet about it. Like we, you guys, you can't hear us trying to get credit for our effort. We, we just have to do it. But you guys want every little check. You want your stars on the graph. You want to be told good job. Yep. Do you think there's some validity to that? I think there is a ton of validity to that, but I think like lots of issues in our society that we now address that we didn't used to, uh, I, I honestly, I would like compare it to racism. We, society really is trying and on a whole and guys really are trying on a whole. And when somebody is trying and you keep reminding them of how short they're coming, yeah. It discourages. Yes. The, the, it discourages the trying. Oh, it's not as. I can't stand that. It's not as bad. Uh, like Greg Fitzsimmons always says that his dad worked Monday through Friday and golfed Saturday and Sunday and was widely regarded as an excellent father. Wow. And it's like, how does that even work? Like, what doing? Doing what? Well, he must be. He must have been so present 
during the times he was there. Maybe. <laughs> maybe or maybe. And then extremely absent when he wasn't. Maybe all you needed to do was make a potato salad one time and you were father of the year. Maybe well, comparatively, that's what, you probably were. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I, I do think that in like among my friends, whether or not we, you know, we may, uh, we all take it for granted that we should do half of the housework, for example. Maybe we fall short of that goal and kid ourselves about it, but I mean, it's different in the last generation, even into income households. Like it was different for me. I can't compare right. myself to my dad. My mom stayed home and my dad worked. So of course there was an expectation that she would do more stuff around the house. But I believe the, the men, uh, like I, I used to say, like uh, a dad takes his kids to the playground and he's like, uh, and people are like, wow, you're such a good father because you took them there without your kids. I really don't. Maybe, I don't know if my neighborhood or my social circle is a little different. I don't really find that that's true anymore. I think it's pretty common now on like a, I used to think if I saw a dad alone with his kids on a Sunday morning, it meant he was divorced. <laughs> but now I think at least half the time he's given his mom, he's given his wife, he's given their mom the morning off. It's not that, it's not that hold the phone. Yeah, like, especially here where we are here. Yeah. I feel like the roles are a little bit more, they obviously are more fluid. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Shaw. Shaw. Okay, wait. So do we wrap up the tiki torch? What about The that? tiki drinks? Uh, I, I think, yes, sufficient. I mean, the cup's upstairs if you want me to grab it. If, you, if you're- I would love- Next episode. What? You can have your drink in the tiki cup. It's a tiki, 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 Okay, well, you're on record. You're like on official record here. Tiki room. Mark my words. You know what that reminds me of is that restaurant- Oh, what was it? Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> did you know I was going to say that? No. no Why did you, you laugh? Give, you could have given me because you went, what was that restaurant? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the part that I enjoyed. Oh, wow. God.com, home of the God Pod. The God Pod. Can you imagine thinking of that name and you being the only one? Oh, man, they must have been such early adopters. Oh, that's a great name. The God Pod. Yeah. You know what would be even better is if God that Squad. was- God Squad's good too. If if God Pod was a pure advice driven podcast where people mm. called in and treated the person like God, like God actually, the person played the part of God, but they gave really ungodly advice. Oh, the, just the horriest advice. So God Pod, fun. we give you the horriest advice. Yeah, that's how we would produce your God Pod. <laughs> Do you want to talk? Speaking of oh, it's Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, with yeah. all like the animal sounds and I don't think I ever had the displeasure. It, you could have <laughs> asked me to guess restaurants all day, and I never even would have remembered that that place existed. That wow. was that was the heyday of the theme restaurant, right? Like Hard yes. Rock. Hard Rock had gone to another level, and everybody's like, "We need a piece of that sweet action." So you had Rainfart. Was that like ten percent of the money goes to? Yeah, supposedly. I mean, where are those animals? Where are they? Right. So are they alive? How dare you? Here, I just yeah, we're saving the animals here. Have a double burger. Yeah, here have a fourteen dollar sugary tequila drink. All right. So it's rainforest. There was Planet Hollywood. That was the 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 movie actors one. Yeah, that's right. There was also um uh B- B- Bubba Gump Shrimp. That that's, was another one. That is still wildly <laughs> successful. Crazy. So crazy, especially because this is lost to history now, but as I as I recall it did not come out within two years of the movie. It came out like 16 years oh, after the Oh, so movie. much after. We're like, where? what? And nobody, as popular as that movie was, nobody came away going, yeah, but if I could just eat that shrimp. 
It's a lot of shrimp. I was just quoting that to myself. I love saying nonsense to him that he'll never understand that there's no reason why he should understand. He just, I forget, he said something about shrimp and I was just like, butterfly shrimp, popcorn <laughs> shrimp. He didn't understand. Of course he doesn't. What the fuck would he know? What kind of parent are you that you're not passing down the legend of Forrest, Forrest Gump? Gump. Uh, wait, I want to look up the other, because there were, uh, you know that um, Jimmy Buffett passed away, RIP. He got Margaritaville. That was one of the last That's ones. That's right, Margaritaville. That was one of the last ones standing. He seemed to be a real businessman. My goodness. It's so interesting, right? Because I think he had been a more run-of-the-mill mainstream country type performer. Right. For like six albums. And then he wrote Margaritaville. And it was such a thing that he's like, all right, well, universe has given me a sign. That's me now. And he really leaned into it and freaking capitalized on that. There are... um. Resorts, resorts. I would a love line, to oh, clothing God. line. I would love to go to um, the the Palm Springs Margaritaville Resort. Is there really a Margaritaville Resort in Palm Springs? It sure, Palm is. Springs. Shut your. Uh, okay, not as many as I would have thought. <sighs> I, I, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, so we got Rainforest Cafe. Okay, is the first one that comes up. Yeah, uh, Hard Rock Cafe, of course, the one and only place in my life. Wait, did they get me to YMCA? They tried like hell to get you to do the song choreography, or to like get you there, like to go to the Young Men's Christian Academy, <laughs> like to actually make <laughs> you, you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> I was a member of the YMCA. Oh, this uh, feels like a confessional in 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 Brooklyn on Atlantic Avenue. D- disappointing gay scene. <laughs> bunch of overweight old black men didn't seem like anybody maybe they were all banging each other when i wasn't looking but i definitely wow was. i definitely wasn't invited that's somebody's i mean that's someone's vibe uh for sure yeah um so hard rock cafe jekyll and hyde i oh, remember jekyll that. and hyde oh yeah, my gosh right, right and then i guess this this does count even though it's not on the list you ever been to a dick's last resort Oh, yeah, where they're all dicks. That's fun. That is fun. They're usually in malls where everyone's a dick anyways. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the one time I went, the guy was like a very, very, very funny dick. He was? Yeah. So it's just a bunch of belly room comedians. Only funny. <laughs> um, Planet Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. What's... Oh, Chuck E. Cheese. How can we forget Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, I never I, for... I, got, I, got, I got card. I got, I got Chuck E. Cheese uh, member card in that. Oh, that's cool. I remember going into the Swiss cheese, you know, the Swiss cheese stage. No. The stage that they had, they the, the locations that had the room with the stage. Mm-hmm. Underneath it, the stage was made to look like Swiss cheese. I got stuck in there and I threw up when I was a kid. Do you know there's a, um, there's a children's, I think it's a game that they've now made into a motion picture. It's called Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah, that was freaky. It's loosely... It's it's obviously based on Chuck E. Cheese. They just couldn't call it Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Because Chuck E. Cheese had... Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about Chuck E. Cheese. They had to turn the lights on because kids were getting abducted from Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, my God, dude. You don't know this? What? Chuck E. Cheese was like... As 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 mouse traps are to mice, as fly strips are to flies, as white vans are to children. If yeah, but kids know to run away from white vans. They run toward Chuck E. Cheese, and they were all they were like nightclubs. They were dark and they were full of little corners. And yeah, kids got 
jacked from Chuck E. Cheese. That's why they turned the lights on, lost, totally lost the vibe, and you could finally see all the like pepperoni on the floor. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> you can finally see all the pepperoni on the floor. And they, um, when you go there now, you have to go with an adult and they put uh, like a day glow number on you and they put it on the adult and on the kid. And when you leave, you need to show that you match up. So grownups can't leave with kids that aren't their own. Yeah. I feel like that has, that system has a lot of flaws because usually the person who's meant to scan that is a 14 year old who's on their phone. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. You know? but, they, but the point is that they take many precautions now, at least on paper and they took zero precautions back in the day. So Chuck E. Cheese, the thing that made it great is the thing that made it terrible. Well, that's all of our problems. There was a real element of danger. Like, y- y- you shouldn't have been able to disappear under a stage. Like, you barfed <laughs> there, but bad things happened on the Swiss cheese stage. Trust my, me. my lunch disappeared. Yeah. No one cared for me. You know, so what I'm hearing you say is Chuck E. Cheese's greatest asset was also its greatest liability. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Fair. Do you remember Safe House? That doesn't mean anything to me. The movie? No, a theme restaurant. No, I think that's, uh, I'm picturing Jodie Foster, but that's Panic Room. Filled wall to wall with spy memorabilia collected by the founder and owner. Spy themed restaurants. Oh, here we go. Some people would have been wondering how we don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Because these were ubiquitous in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Chicago. So my wife, for example, would probably be familiar with a safe house. He also opened space aliens grill and bar that's pretty isn't it bar and grill does it say grill and bar i think when it's child themed you probably do want to emphasize the food over the booze but yes the phrase is i mean i beg to differ i'm not going with my sister unless there's alcohol nearby i'm so fond of the story of with chuck e cheese was showtime or is that is that the other one there was a knockoff it's so great. It, a a and, knockoff venue? Yeah, of, 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 and uh, it was regional as well. And if you look up the the characters, they are horrifying. That's right. What they're so they? scary. Showbiz? Showbiz pizza? Is that what it was? Oh my God, anyway, they're terrifying. What happened was, I, I fucking, I love this story so much. This guy worked at Chuck E. Cheese, and then I think he got fired. And so he made showbiz pizza and he made it so big that he he that showbiz got bigger than chuck e cheese and then he bought chuck e cheese and the whole time he knew that he was like playing poker with a weaker hand as soon as he bought chuck e cheese he flipped all the all the showbizes into chuck e cheese he put them out of business with a shittier product and then as soon as he was able to take over the superior product he's like now it's easy they should have been able to cream me with chuck e cheese all i have is these ghoulish monsters the monsters are terrifying. Showbiz Pizza was a pizza place with arcades and animatronic characters, just mm-hmm. like Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. It was a competitor and was popular in the 80s. God, these, their characters are the worst. terrifying. The thing of nightmares, yeah. This literally looks like Freddy's. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. That's right. Uh, that, that's right. They probably were even more inspired by showbiz stuff than than by the Chuck E. Cheese Oh stuff. my God, it's so, even as an adult, yeah, very scary. It looks scary. And there's so many comments underneath this. It's actually scary. These animatronics look disturbing and creepy. I'm like the ones from the game. Glad I didn't grow up in the 80s America. I didn't have to see them in person or be anywhere near them. Yeah, did we talk about like the the sort of traumatic effect on our childhood from all the places we ate at with For all example, the characters? Do you remember? What was a place where you'd pay what you weigh? Uh, ground round? Ground round! 
You had a ground round? Yeah! We fucking lived oh at the God. ground. We li- I, I had birthday parties at the ground round. Oh, every... I weighed 45 pounds for like <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. My mom cashed in. Tuesday nights, yeah. Yeah, we used to have all Peanut our- shells on the floor. <laughs> the ground round was this restaurant that was basically built for the classic American family that's struggling. Middle class American mm-hmm. family. Yep. And the kids would pay what they weighed. Just up the road on Route 17. Uh, ours was just up the road on Route 11. Yep. <laughs> Oh, dude! I met members of like the the New York Giants there because because we were like right by where they played. So especially the the more like broke entry level guys mm-hmm. like just lived in apartments in the area would for sure go to the Crown Round. Yeah, they had great grilled cheese. Yeah, yes, they sure did. And I wonder they, and where show they are now. Crappy. It might be out of business. They'd show like crappy old cartoons. Yes. On the, Crown Round was so fun. It was such a great place where you felt like your family was still together. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. The the illusion of love. <laughs> Hey, we haven't talked about one single thing that we were going to talk about. We'll do that on the next show real quick before we wrap this up and I grab you uh, a tiki-themed cup. No, I'm really excited. I, no, I have not stick to it. forgotten. Uh, do you care about Taylor Swift dating a famous NFL guy who seduced her with a friendship bracelet? <laughs> well, I, I do care a little bit just because... I don't know as a man that I would trust my relationship with Taylor Swift. I would ask for a cut of whatever the song is going to be that she writes about me. First and foremost. That's fair. Oh, what about, why doesn't one of them write a song about her when they break up? Why does an NFL That's title? hilarious. Yeah. That would be great. A producer needs to get on that immediately. Yes. And also, when, <laughs> I was just picturing the visual of this tight end, I think he is. He is a Are you impressed end. that I knew that? Yeah. <laughs> I was just <laughs> So she. I was picturing this tight end. Like, when did he have time to make a bracelet? Was it in the locker room? Was it at home? Did anyone help him? I just thought it was funny imagining this guy to put this bracelet together. Maybe he, like, just stole it from one of his nieces or something. Maybe. he did a podcast. I think he does a podcast with his brother, and he talked about making her a friendship bracelet, because those are all the rage in Taylor land these days. I mean, it's, it's really cute. It's actually really cute and innocent. I wish we could talk like that. I wish we would just, everyone would just shut up and we could just write what we want to say on our bracelets and hand them to people. That's oh, the way right. we should communicate from now on. <laughs> I speak friendship bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. I, I dated a girl one time. Good that, for you. That, uh, yeah, a couple times. Thanks. I don't want to brag. but And I just knew. I remember I was thinking of... Um, married with children but oh. bud one time talked to kelly about who was on the boy go round this week and oh i just and, and so this girl she used to come into the restaurant i worked at and like every time was with a different like loser rocker dude and i was like man i'll never get a chance and then and then she started working at the restaurant and if you hang out with me for like seven straight months for like 12 hours a day i got a shot <laughs> You start so basically you start to wear them. I wear down. them down, yeah. So I so then I got to date her for like two and a half weeks, and it was so exciting because you know it still was like a little weird when it when it ended. But I just went in with my eyes wide open, and this guy this guy's going in with his eyes wide open. He's not. Also, he oh he needs to publicly dump her with the release of his new single. In his single, first he should dump her by saying, "Oh my God!" He yeah. dumps her with the bracelet message. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> hands it to her, but not before taking a very stylized photo shoot for, to make that the cover of the songs. A friendship bracelet on 
the casingle the of casing, his yes. It's song. just a bracelet. There's literally nothing wrong with this plan. <laughs> <laughs> we basically created the whole marketing plan. You're welcome. Um, and uh, speaking of girl power, uh, the first female college football player, Division Three, which is Division One's the top, and then it's Division Two, and then it's Division Three, D Four, like you and I could probably play still, but. Um, Haley von Voorhis, which sounds like a, a a villain from like a Ronald Dahl book, isn't it? Rolled, 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 dolled. Literally sounds like a villain. Like maybe the person who's trying to get Willy Wonka in the next movie. See, uh, so there have been a couple of girls who have played football, kicking, kicking, which doesn't kickers aren't really a part of the football uh, team. They don't. They almost never get hit. I have a question. Yes. She's the first female football player? The first female football player to play with men. Why is she playing with men? Because she wants to and she believes she's good enough and the coach of her team agrees with her. Am I dated and thinking that's problematic? Why is that? Well, I I just, oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> okay, maybe she might be qualified. Yeah. I want everyone to to live as they live. Yes. I just think that this seems strange. It's 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 interesting because of like the why would a, the physical contact part? Well, of why it? do why does a female want to play in a male's team? Are we is everything here because they're good at football? Okay, but mm-hmm. shouldn't we have like a co-ed league? Mm. Or, or is no. everything going to become homogenized? I'm the, asking seriously because okay. I'm just wondering what's the end. The men's game? the men's like I I remember reading at one point that the women. The female Olympic soccer team for the U.S. scrimmages against like decent men's college teams, mm-hmm. which is to say guys who have no chance of going pro are as good, if not better than the best women. Once the physical changes set in with adolescence, men are just better than women at sports. Mm-hmm. So it's unfair for men to play with women because they'll be better than them and they'll potentially hurt them. Right. And it's unfair for women to play because they can't keep up and they'll potentially get hurt. But if a woman exists who is able to physically hold her own in terms of stamina, power, speed, skill, then absolutely, okay, a, a woman could absolutely play in the NBA. It would not be, it would not be an an issue. There just isn't anyone who's good enough to. Uh, so the NBA <laughs> and all these other professional sports uh, leagues. Are allowing any a woman to come and audition? What's it called? Like a tryout? (laughs) I think you got a shot. (laughs) Your Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James. Hey guys, I'm excited to be here. Why do I have this hat? Where do I look for my audition? (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.